Hello there, and welcome back to Chiquita Nicole Speaks. My name is Chiquita Nicole, and this podcast is where I uplift and empower women to be the best versions of themselves by providing tips and tricks for them to use in their day-to-day lives. Today, we are going to talk about perspective. And I have a special guest with me today who believes that people should be treated the way that they would like to be treated. She has a strong passion for uplifting others, especially youth. LaQuisha Davis is a proud mother of a five-year-old son who loves, who she loves and adores. She's happily married to her spouse, Jerome, who she loves dearly and cannot imagine ever doing life without because she believes he has always been her lifelong partner. LaQuisha is very family-oriented and is one who is very direct with her loved ones and is very passionate about helping others to find their real purpose in life. She holds a Bachelor of Science degree in Communicative Disorders and a Master of Arts degree in School Counseling. She currently works for the state of Florida doing social work and works with children and their families. Let's all formally meet the beautiful and the awesome Miss LaQuisha Davis. How you doing, girl? (laughs) I am doing fantabulous. Listen, I am so thankful that you um, agreed to come on my podcast as a guest. Um, Many of you all do not know, but this is my long friend. We've been friends since 12 years old, right? Yep. 12 years old we've been we've been good friends um and she's been my protector my confidence booster like she's awesome 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 so what are we gonna discuss about perspective like what is going on there's so much that comes with that for example with the type of role i have for my employment i speak to a lot of individuals in the community that are victims of domestic violence relationships and drug abuse and things of that nature so i try my very best to go in with a positive mind frame towards the family because i really don't know what they've encountered on their journey until i've met them so I try my best not to be judgmental, which is why I say perspective is so important about that. For a lot of the families that I meet, they have been victims of physical abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse from their parents, mm-hmm. and it just trickled on down. Some of them, you know, their parents actually got them hooked on drugs. Mm. So they feel like they really don't have a way to get out of it. And here it is. I come in, they expect me to judge them. But because I don't, it gives them a whole new perspective on how my job is done. Because I tell them, hey, you're human. Things happen. You're a victim as well as a child by your parents. And this is why you're still in this situation now. My job is to go ahead and get you great resources to help you to be a better you. So that when you have your own children, they won't be victims like you were. So um, it it just all depends on how you view things in life. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big advocate of treating individuals the way I would like to be treated. So that's, that's, you know, just something to talk about right now in perspective. Yeah, well, that's good. I mean, 
for me especially it definitely matters how you treat people I mean especially with everything going on in the world today it's been really really crazy with just how we're treated because of how we look like isn't that ridiculous it can be really upsetting I'm not gonna lie to you I am African-American so and I have an African-American spouse African-American son so all of that sinks in for me right thankfully um I don't allow it to get to heart too much because at the end of the day, I know not all white people are like this. Yeah. I have Indian in my family, white in my family. We have black in my family. We have every race just about in our family. So right. for me, we don't look at just your skin tone. And coming from the Caribbean, that is not something we do. We're not judging by your skin tone. This is all something here in America. Right. So we just have to try to approach it in the right way. Mm. So that we ourselves aren't in a bad situation like some of the people we're seeing on the news. Yeah, and it's horrible. And like you said, for us, we don't view people that way because of that's our mindset. But to be on the other end of that and being viewed that way, it really sucks, you know. And um, my perspective is that, you know, everybody has a different background. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. At the end of the day, we all bleed red. And it doesn't matter if you grew up on the end of the spectrum where you didn't have much or if you grew up on the end of the spectrum where your parents were well off and you were you received a portion of what they had. So it doesn't make any person any better than the other because white people have their struggles with finances and then black people have their struggles. But I just feel like a lot of times black people get um, other people's feet put on their neck to be held down where they can't come back up. And that's not okay, you know? And I know for me, LaQuisha has always been like a great friend. Like there were times when I was younger, <laughs> I know, right? We, you know, like I said before, we grew up together um, since middle school. And she was there when I was going through like a lot of my troubles and I struggled with self-esteem. And she didn't take that and judge me for it you know she saw the bigger picture she saw that you know I was young and I really didn't have control of the situation and she just was like well I'm gonna take you under my wing and I'm gonna help pour into you what you're not getting from home and although we're the same age it's good to have a friend like that because instead of judging me and saying oh you know you stuck up why are you sitting at this table by yourself like something you must think you better than she looked at it on the other end like something there's there's a reason why she's sitting at this table by herself it's not that she thinks she's better it's she's dealing with something on the inside you know so it's just amazing that you have that type of job where you're doing that because I mean back back then you saw something and I didn't even tell you back then I saw a sad young lady and mm-hmm. I think it just I gravitated towards you because I had a fun background. I had a mom that was always involved and we had a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, even though my dad was always working a lot, at least my mom and I had a great bond. Yes. And, you know, just seeing you, it just seemed like you're lost. Mm-hmm. And I figured, hey, it's almost like a lost sheep. Let yeah, let me help. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what it, I was definitely lost. And I, I suffered from um, rejection and um, not being accepted in my own household. So I figured rather than dealing with being rejected, I'll go sit by myself and I don't have to worry about somebody saying, no, you can't sit here or, I, or this seat is for someone else. And to find out like by the end of lunch period, there was a table full of people. I was just like, what? People like me? <laughs> and so like, we just been, we've been great friends ever since. Even like 
from me moving away to Jacksonville and coming back, like we never lost touch. You know, she's like one of those friends that you want to have in your life. I'm just saying. <laughs> so I just, when it comes to perspective, you just got to really try your hardest not to judge people because I'm a firm believer that anyone who behaves a certain type of way there's a reason there's an underlying reason behind it and if you really care about that person take the time to find out what that underlying reason is rather than judging them and say "Mm." you know because if you're gonna do that just don't even you don't have to talk to him you don't have to be friends with him Mm -hmm. you know it's It's kind of similar to how earlier we were talking about the whole name thing Mm-hmm. going on a job interview it's the right. same thing like when it comes on to my name I find that I get very defensive Yep. and I get defensive because for so long I've had to defend my name and defend who I am mm-hmm. it's just from having a first name Laquisha everyone assumed that I would be as hood as they come right. I had no way of speaking proper mm-hmm. even you know I went to when I worked at the bank years ago I worked at the bank and once I got hired on and things were going well one of the supervisors came to me jokingly of course she says oh my god I really expected red hair, someone not knowing how to speak, and so forth. And, you know, for me, of course, I, I took offense Of to course, I would have too. I was very well-spoken. <laughs> you know, I didn't have anything on my resume to indicate that I was less than right. what I presented to be. So the irony of that, though, is that she was actually very hood. Uh, she, she put on the face of, oh, I'm well put together. She dressed very well. I give her that. But once she started speaking she's what you got as what she thought of for me right right so you know it's it's one of those things we have to just know who we are Mm -hmm. know what we want and not allow others to dictate who they think we should be exactly because why should i have to change my name for an application right i had to do the same thing my name's chiquita Mm. (laughs) so you know people are like chiquita like mm. and then you know people are quick to to pronounce it chiquita and that is not how you pronounce my name. And I like 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 Laquisha said, I'm not gonna sit here. I have to feel like I gotta defend myself. I'm gonna sit here and be like, um, first of all, that's not how you say my name. Like, oh, that's a ghetto name. Or I'll get the comment, you don't look like your name. Oh, I get that all the time. Um, what does a Chiquito look like? Please explain. Yeah, I get that all the time. Yeah, I'm like, why or or if they put the, the word T O O to <laughs> ethnic, like why you what too ethnic i don't understand like why yes my name is ethnic i'm a black woman of course but why you gotta put two there's no such thing as too ethnic this is this is me this is who i am but because my name ends with an a and has a q u in it that makes me ghetto here's the funny thing about my name when i lived in canada everyone that met me said oh my god your name is so beautiful when i moved to america Mm. that's when i had this rude awakening that my name was no longer beautiful, but my name is ghetto. Right, right. Just because of how my name is spelled, how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. Used to me, but mm-hmm. that's why you can't allow everybody to dictate who you are. Right. Had I been that shy person that allowed everyone to dictate who I'm going to be, what would look we should be looking like today? Right. And I was that shy person that let people dictate who I was. But you know what? I came out of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I am so much stronger because of that. The type of personality that I have is very soft and very loving and giving, and it can be easily taken advantage of. So what I've learned over the years is how to set firm boundaries and how to know when to let people know 
how a, a certain action is not okay because people will hear my soft tone of voice and I know I have a soft voice that's the voice God gave me and I can't do nothing with it or about it so this is what you get this is my voice but just because I'm soft-spoken I'm fair-skinned and I have light hair and light eyes doesn't take away from the fact that I'm strong and so a lot of people may have that misconception when they see me or hear me speak and feel like oh I could push her over but that's when you find out real quick I'm not the one or sometimes they think that because you're short. Yeah, that too. And they find out real quick that just because I'm little does not mean anything. Like, have y'all not heard of the short, what, what is it, the short man complex or the, the what's the name? It's a name, um, something syndrome. I forget the name. I'm horrible at remembering names. But, but yeah, like, people will come to me and they'll be like, um, they'll say certain things. And then when I respond, they'll be like, ooh. Oh, I guess I can't say you're right. You can't. But there was a time when people could. And a lot of times, you know, um, I just didn't like how that felt. And it, it, and like I was talking on an um, episode before how the perception of that others have of me is that just because I look the way I do and sound the way I sound that I'm not smart or that I'm just a pretty face and I can't I'm not capable of doing anything education wise remember the phase where they all thought you were so stuck up and dumb yes girl all the time and the thing is it's like i mentioned earlier laquisha never thought that of me like when i stayed to myself it was i was protecting myself from being hurt but because of the way i look a lot of people who clearly have insecurities with themselves they will in turn say oh she's stuck up she don't she thinks she's better than and she's dumb without even taking that time to find out well why is she secluding herself and then when they talk to me they're like oh my gosh you're so sweet like i and then you know the bold ones will say you know i used to think you were this or i used to kind of stand you because you always whatever whatever and i'm like but what did i do to have you feel that way it was their perception of me they had a they looked at me in the negative light like i can't help how my voice sounds i can't help how i look god did that my parents created that and I don't walk around acting any better than anyone else I never have if anything I've always lent a helping hand I've always been there to try to you know comfort people if they're going through something like that's me that's my personality so when it comes down to perspective I think it's important to not look at a person and and make and and go directly to the negative you know but you have to understand not everyone knows how to do that because all they've seen and all they know is negativity so right they have you know for example kids that grow up and they're insecure they're not insecure because they want to be insecure right they're insecure because their parents one must have spoken down to them told right them they're horrible told them they're ugly told them they're good for nothing so eventually they go into this little shell mm-hmm. and no one can get them out until they get you know to a grown age mm-hmm. and they decide you know what i really do need to get myself some help right this should not be how someone is actually living their life constantly insecure constantly in fear constantly thinking they're never good enough for anything right right and that's true too and um a lot of times like i mentioned before that people when they have their own insecurities they in turn put that insecurity on others and a lot of times it's like why are you mad at me because of something you're insecure about that's like me there was a point in time when i thought i was ugly 
because when I was in sixth grade, I was bullied. I never told, I never, ta- I never really talk about this, but yeah, I don't really talk about it. But here I go talking about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but when I was in sixth grade, um, I was bullied because I, um, I was in regular education classes but I was really smart so um because my grades were so good they moved me to advanced classes and I will never forget this I went into my science class and they had assigned seating and there was um a guy I was put to sit next to this guy and he was mad that I guess he had a crush on a girl that was initially assigned to sit next to him and I, he she got moved I got put in her place and so he well and he used to make me feel like I was not he was the one he was the reason I felt like I wasn't cute like he picked on me every day he was like oh you so ugly you so this and I'll one day we, we had a picnic outside he bullied me so bad and I didn't have the strength to fight for myself like looking back I was like I would have clobbered him but you know <laughs> I, I wasn't there back then you know I was only 11 <laughs> years old and so he um I wore this really cute outfit trying to be cute because he used to always call me ugly and so and one time I went home and you know as black women when we shower we put on a shower cap to protect our hair and I put on the shower cap and I looked in the mirror and I was like wow I really am ugly and when I went to school the next day I put on this really cute outfit I had on like a white um bodysuit and um some really cute pants with the suspenders i was cute i thought i was anyway and we had this picnic outside and we had hot dogs and hamburgers and this boy the same boy that used to bully me he had on a black shirt and he was standing behind me in line to get his food and when i backed up he got a little bit of ketchup on his black shirt and i was like oh i'm so sorry this boy picked up mustard and and sprayed it all over my white shirt and rubbed it in and he was like that's for knocking catch and I was like and I, I cried because I was like I said I was sorry and I'm like you have on a black shirt and it was a drop of ketchup and so like that in itself so so take that sixth grade being bullied by this boy who used to always call me ugly now mind you he wasn't the best looking himself um but he used to always pick on me and I think he did it more because he saw that I didn't say anything and I I used to just internalize it and then you take me going back home being ridiculed put those two do you think that young man back then he actually liked you because you know little kids are stupid like that yeah things because they like you yeah get at you and then they don't realize that it's actually causing an issue right I don't know I knowing what I know now that very well could have been but I know for a fact that he had a crush on the girl that that I replaced yeah and he was mad he was like why I gotta sit by the new girl you know how they kids can be really cruel and I and I'm thinking like maybe it was something that he was dealing with at home the reason he came and took it out on me but you know a lot that in itself like people every time I say there was a point in my life when I thought I was ugly everyone's like oh my god and I'm like y'all don't understand (laughs) I'm like y'all don't understand I don't I'm not looking out of the same eyes that everyone else is looking out of when they see me so I see myself as a regular human being who likes to make myself fix nice I like I care about my appearance or whatnot but 
I don't walk I don't walk around like I'm like the the biggest baddest chick in the world type of thing even though people thank you hey (laughs) but it's just one of those things like I think it's very important like Lucretia was saying not to assume because a lot of people their their insecurities will come out because they're they're already anticipating being judged Mm -hmm. and so when I went from that school that was Lee Middle School and I hated that I was bullied so bad and then I left and in seventh grade, I went to um, Meadowbrook, which is when I met my buddy, Laquisha. And so that's why, now you understand connecting the dots, that's why when I went to seventh grade and we went to lunch, I just immediately sat by myself because I didn't want to be rejected like that again and have somebody saying, why are you over here and then get bullied? And this beautiful young woman just came over there and was like, why are you sitting by yourself? <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know. And people fell in love with me, you know, there um, at that school. And they just embraced me. But I was extremely shy. I didn't really talk to nobody. Um, I was afraid. But I just kept pushing forward. And then it's people like Laquisha that will, you know, help you get through a lot of that stuff. Like, if you don't have a friend like that, you need to get you one. Sometimes it's not even just a friend. God, I just believe that God will send the right person right. at the right time in your life, regardless if they are to be your friend later on in life or not. Yeah, it's true. Just, you always get a person at the right time. Yeah, that's true too. I, I definitely agree with that. And I feel like, like for any of those who have not read my book, you need to get it first and foremost. Secondly, those who of you who have read it, you'll understand where I'm coming from when I say this. I feel like. I had like a guardian angel over me the entire time, my entire life so far, because I've endured quite a bit of things. And it's like always had, it's always been someone there to kind of help guide me out of that or keep me sane throughout that. Like in, in grade school, it was Laquisha. She was always there for me. And when I had to move to Jacksonville, I met this lady named Miss Lisha. I love her to death. Like she is the most amazing person you know she helped me with my kids when I didn't have any it's like she's awesome you know and now I have Greg and and there have been other people in my life don't get offended if you're listening to this and I didn't call your name it doesn't mean that you're you're not significant because you are I just it's I can't recall everybody (laughs) but um it's a lot of people that have been there at the right moment to just give me that word that I needed that you're like I have a friend named Byron that I met in the military and I think he saw the same thing in me that Laquisha saw and he said to me um do you know your worth like I remember him emailing me at work he was like do you know your worth and I was like yeah I do and I st- he said what is it and so I started listing all these things that I thought were great qualities about me and he was like you listed a lot of great things he was like, I need you to remember those, but you also have this stuff. He was like, you pretty much telling me that, you know, I'm very positive, that I'm, I am motivate a lot of people and stuff like that. And it's like, wow, people think that of me. And even now today, like people are like, girl, you are amazing. Girl, you are this, you're that. And it's like, I'm still learning how to accept those those words of affirmations because for so many years, it was the opposite. So just think about that when when you come in contact with somebody, you never know. It doesn't matter what they look like, how pretty you may think they are or what your perception of them may be. 
it's all about perspective you don't know unless you ask them like laquisha say when you go to your job um sites and you interview these people they automatically uh, expect you to judge them yeah judge them you don't even know what my background is i may have been through the same exact thing you've been through but you don't know that because of my position the position that i hold does not take away from what i've come from and how i've come somewhere better and how i can help you and how i'm not judging you because i have been there just because you don't know i've been there doesn't take away from the fact that i've been there yeah. you know what i'm saying a lot of times what's nice is just for you to say to someone like that it's okay mm-hmm. you're not where you want to be right now but this won't be where you'll be forever right you know? right and that i think a lot of times is reassuring for a lot of people i agree what i do want to say though for a lot of the women out there that do have young kids be be on target with your children. Find a way to connect with your children at all times. Because we are not, as I don't think we here in America are often fully aware of the child abuse awareness level. Right. And a lot of times it's often with someone close to you, mm-hmm. a family, a close friend. Mm-hmm. So when you do your screening of people that you have around your kids, be very careful. And for the, the women and men out there that tell your kids cute names, like my jewels, my this, for their private parts, please. Don't do that. Don't do that. Have they need to know what it is. is. Yes. Right. If something's going on, you know right away what's happened. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, don't ever blame your kids. If something does happen, don't make them feel like it's their fault what right. happened. Mm-hmm. Because you're just traumatizing them all over again. Right. Exactly. And kids are not going to just lie about that. Because, first of all, how are they even going to know? how to lie about something like that unless they've been exposed to it i mean i'm not gonna lie to you there are times where you may have like for example a custody battle god forbid you know you and greg are are married and then get divorced and you have a child together and you want your kid to live with you you may tell your kid oh go to your teacher and tell your teacher that daddy touched you here whoa you know we have people that they're crazy enough to do that stuff well not you know you guys may not do that i definitely would never do that right but you do have those parents that they will go to any means necessary to ensure that they have their kids in their full care and that just pays the bills and go about their way and that's it right yeah that's that's unfortunate and i i can relate to that (laughs) but i just it's it's not it's not a good thing and it's not good for the child to even put them in something like that put them in the middle of something like that because what i try to teach people all the time is that kids are kids but they're not going to be kids forever and when they grow up and learn because they are going to grow up and learn and and find out the truth you don't want your child resenting you for lying for them lying to them for years and painting false pictures because it may take a while you don't know how long it's going to take but they are going to figure it out and I mean, think about the the amount of adults who are coming and coming forward with things that they've been through as kids. They don't forget that stuff. And then they start piecing the puzzles together mm-hmm. and then they're going to hate you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because especially if you do something like the example that LaQuisha gave where you go to the school or tell your child to go to the school and, and lie, make a make a lie about the other parent so that they can stay with you and they find out that you're the reason you're the reason they couldn't be with that other parent. Oh man, that child is gonna resent you. And that's the last I would never want that for my kid. I would never want that for my kid. And they right, they're they're living in the moment like, all right, and kids ain't gonna be kids forever. I'm trying to tell you. But I think this was a good discussion um, about 
perspective and how to keep people um treat people with dignity treat them with respect it doesn't matter what their job is i mean a person that cleans the bathroom is just as honorable as an attorney in my opinion it does not matter what job you hold what position you hold once you're making an honest living you are just as valuable and i hate when i see people crap on those who have a lower paying job because they can and they treat them wrong they they destroy the bathroom just because they know that that person is going to clean it up because they have to like that have some dignity and respect because for me you like respect for yourself if you do something like that and you shouldn't look down on a person a person the amount of money or the amount of zeros in a person's account does not determine them on the inside it does not determine who they are and and the fact that people are treated in a way based on monetary things is is horrible and i just wish we as a people would do better about that think about your perspective on life think about your perspective on how you treat others and um just try to be positive that's that's the message i like to deliver today is just try to be positive try to be helpful if you don't have anything nice to say or anything great to offer let it be right as i say back home hush up your mouth if you have nothing nice to say right that part that part (laughs) well laquisha thank you so so much for coming on today i really appreciate it um so if anyone wanted to get in contact with you as far as like um any questions i know you say you you help or is it just it has to be appointment like how does that work um typically we do appointments for what i do but if you just have someone that has general questions for me they can reach out on your website and I okay can reach out to them that way. gotcha gotcha all right y'all heard this so y'all just inbox me whatever your questions are if you have them um and i will be glad to reach out to my friend for you she's awesome and until next time chiquita nicole speaks is out. <laughs>